This week, we party harder on the day of the devs, bite off more than we can chew in Pixel Noir, and close your eyes. Allison Road has gotten a publisher. This is episode 68 of the Indie Game Riot. This is Josh, and we are on Indie Game Riot Podcast, episode 68. Yes. Um, cranking closer and closer to the Halloween, but we have plenty of scary games, because we've got one coming up as, as uh, Tech said in his little intro. And, and, I, and I, guess that's why, uh, I guess that's why Rev isn't here. Oh, uh, because he's a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> pussy Rev, and he can't defend yeah, he, himself. He's, he's lying about <laughs> actually being at work, trying to make his company loads of money. No, no, no. He's just afraid of the games we're going to be talking about. Of course. Uh, we are talking about uh, two two scary games and one sort of uh, sort of dark game. Yeah. We also got some cool news coming up. But Josh, yes, uh, we never start with you. What has yeah, your week been like? My week has been uh, lots of lots of driving. Um, as you know, I um, my job now that my wife has a new job is basically to chauffeur her back and forth. So it's like four hours of driving every day for me, uh, and it's always down like really busy highways and during rush hour and yesterday on our way back from work uh we we got cut off by some douchebags from new york i'm sorry if you're from new york anyone and uh they like it was one of these like it was like three lanes on the highway uh-huh. and uh the right lane merges over because it's about to end and they yeah. just forced their way in front of me like no turn signal no nothing they just come right in no room. I wasn't leaving room for anyone because you're an idiot for going that far down the lane in the first place. Yeah, I hate people like that. Yeah. Fuck uh, people like So that. I beat the shit out of them like eh, for like a full like eight <laughs> seconds. And <laughs> and then like, I just think this is funny is why I'm telling the story because like you expect like, well, he has no right to flip me off, but he does because, you know, New right. York and he's in the car. So yeah. you expect him to <laughs> so flip me off do it. <laughs> through the back window like this. And, uh, but instead of just him, I see him in like four other hands, like <laughs> the entire family. It was like, it was like, dude, if you're from New York, tell me if this is a thing. Do you go to your family and I'm like, okay, let's practice our family flip off. And everyone just goes like this out the back window. Like I saw like, like three hands, like, like two adult hands, like one, like teenager hand and two children hands just come I'm up. I'm not even mad. That's amazing. <laughs> well, I flipped them off back. Good, on you. Good coordination, <laughs> New like, York. Yeah, really. It was all at the same time, and they weren't even looking. They were just like, mm, like it was like an automatic thing. They're, they're like, they're like, all right, kids, get ready. We're gonna cut this asshole off. He's gonna honk, and we're gonna <laughs> give him the bird. We've trained for this. Remember Three, what we two, talked about. One, let's do it. <laughs> uh, Good job, so, team. Now, now let's ride this guy's ass for four miles. <laughs> well, luckily he was in front of me, so I rode his ass for four miles. Yeah, um, but not because I not 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 by choice. It was bumper to bumper. Yeah, that was what. That's really awkward too. Because then when that happens, but you can't like get away from the people, and you're still mad, so you're like staring at each other through the window. You know, I, I got. I remember. I think it was like two weeks ago. I was driving for my job, and I was driving down uh, Highway 80, 
which is like a small little two-lane windy road, and it was dark. And uh, I'm, I'm driving along, and there's this car coming at me, and then right behind him is a car that's right by him, and he's got it's like a Mercedes, and it's got his high beams on. And not only is it obviously blinding the guy in, that he's behind, but he's blinding the fuck out of me. So I flick my lights at him, and he doesn't even change. I flick my lights. As soon as I pass him, I just, like, sit on my horn as I go by like that that guy is an asshole <laughs> that guy is is absolutely an I asshole. do I hate I hate getting uh I hate getting blinded by highlights oh, man it's so bad and you have the you have the people I'm I, you have all the rednecks and their big trucks who think they're so cool because they put the fucking blue beats oh, in their car Jesus. and it's like not only that but it's a fucking like lifted truck I get that, mad that's, that's been, like, I get mad just not even about the lights like like the trucks for me like pickup trucks are yeah. layers of anger for me. Like it's, I get angry because it's fat and in the way, and I can't yeah. see past them. Uh-huh. And then I get angry because I'm just sitting there, like, why do you need that? And then I get angry because of the light. So at night, even if it's not the high beams, it's just that they're high off they're the ground right and it's like there. right in your freaking <laughs> yeah. face. I get, it. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, so but, how's uh, your how's your week, Tech? Uh, I I I'm back I'm back at work. I took a week off uh, because of Film Fest. Um, driving, making money, not really doing like I don't know. This week hasn't really been very eventful, actually. I don't think I did anything. What a boring like, I, asshole! No, I mean like <clears throat> I tried. I, I tried a new alcohol. That's all right. What is uh, it? Uh, Should they Captain sponsor Morgan, us? No, they shouldn't. Right. I think it's okay. <laughs> I don't really want to get a sponsorship from an alcohol company. <laughs> this is the message we like, <laughs> we provide. I mean, like, like if it's if it's something cool, like if it was the local brewery being like, hey, you know, shout us out in in one episode a month, and we'll give you. We have like three different kinds of alcoholics here. We have like the alcoholic, we have the we have the uh, hipster alcoholic, and then we have the yeah. guy who would be an alcoholic if he wasn't too poor to buy alcohol. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, indie, not... indie, indie game riot, give us money so we can be proper alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, well, oh, oh, wait, wait. I do remember what I did. Okay. <laughs> Last night I got really drunk and I 100% beat uh, Jack and Daxter. 100%. Collected so do you have to be single... drunk? Do you have to be drunk? No. Wait, I don't. you beat Jack and Daxter in one night? No, 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 no. I, it was, I, I had been I was slowly say. working up. I think it's like three total sessions that I played it. Um, it's funny, though, because. I <laughs> I got to the last part. I got to the final boss, and I didn't fight it yet because I'm like, all right, cool. I think I have everything. I collected every single precursor orb and every single power cell, and I looked just to make sure because I thought my power cell number was kind of low. I'm like, I feel like I'm missing, like, seven power cells. And I look, and I'm missing, like, one here and, like, five or six uh, precursor orbs from, like, the first two levels. So I get the two precursor orbs, and I'm like, I feel like I'm still missing power cells. So I look up my phone, all the different levels, and Jesse's, like, reading off all the levels on the game. And I'm like, this one, yeah, this one, yeah, this one, yeah. Misty Island? No, that one's not on there. I forgot to go to one of the starting levels So you had to go all the way game. back. So I had to do the entire – well, I mean, you know, there's fast travel. But I had to do the entire level, and <laughs> for, like, 20 minutes, I was like, there are four precursor orbs on this island and i don't know where they are and i've been everywhere and i have no idea where they where they could be and then i and then i found them and i went to the final boss with and your I beat with it. your drunken premonition you yeah i was i was uh speaking of games like that uh ratchet yeah. ratchet clank uh the movie's coming out soon i'm really excited uh, you know that you know what's really crazy is um 
the 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 developers of Ratchet and Clank and the developers of Jack and Daxter both shared an office when uh, Ratchet and Clank were building, or the 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 guys behind Ratchet and Clank were building Spyro, and uh, Naughty Dog were building Crash Bandicoot. So there so there are like crossovers and cool stuff because those two dev teams were friends, and those are seriously some of my favorite games on the PS2. Crash Bandicoot, I have a lot of memories with Spyro, not so much because <laughs> I got pissed off. Yeah, <laughs> it raged. Mm-hmm. I rage a lot mm-hmm. at that many. But uh, you know what doesn't make me rage because it just it gives me a good feeling. Oh, it's got to be an eighty news injection. That's just right. Take the edge off. Oh yeah. Are you bored with the same old games? Yeah. Why then give yourself an indie news injection? Thanks, indie games. All right, everybody. This week on indie news injection, we have a game jam to start you off. Uh, it's yeah. been a little while since we talked about Game Jam. It used to be for a little while that we'd have like a Game Jam every week to talk about. Yeah, this and now one, they're sort of picking back up. Yeah, uh, this one is actually particularly uh, popular and has been going on for a few years. And what it is is called Asylum Jam. And let me remember to put up the fancy little images there. Yeah, uh, Asylum cool. Jam. And it's a 48-hour-long jam where game developers are challenged to make a horror game and explore the genre without negative mental health or medical stereotypes. So basically, um, you know, it, interestingly enough, they put, you know, the font and the whole thing in this whole, like, it's it's they almost kind of, like, Like it was like a blood-smeared, like... Well, I wouldn't know. say blood because it's brown. I would say shit-smeared. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, so don't have mental patients smearing shit on the walls because, you know, that's yeah. one of the stereotypes of a mental patient, at least. And they, I guess they did kind of do that, like, back in, like, way back when. But, you know, before they really understood mental disorders and it was kind of like, you know, if they yeah. had rockets, they would have rocketed them into the sun if they could. Yeah, it's like, you let's know. start cutting the brain until they stop being weird or die. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically... Either way it works, yeah. The 1800s um, were weird. So uh, it's kind of cool, though, because there yeah. are a lot of uh, misconceptions and stereotypes. and pe- Mental disorders and, and, and things like that are, are really one of those things that people don't – it's understand. almost taboo. They don't talk yeah. about it. They don't understand it. They mm-hmm. um, it, When people make jokes about it, they don't really – It's like that's like the one thing a lot of people don't really get upset about when people make jokes about. Like even yeah. if you're saying like, "Oh, you're crazy, you're nuts, you're insane." I mean, even that is kind of. I mean, I'm not one to be too PC, to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, if you think about it, even even that is can be disrespectful, especially if the person yeah. does have some yeah. sort of disorder. And to be honest mm-hmm. with you, coming from a psychology background. Um, for those of you who don't know, I went to a, a psych. I went to a psychology uh, or went to school for psychology for a little while. Um, everyone, everyone has some sort of issue. Yeah, everyone. The human does. brain is crazy. You know, there's not one single normal person. Because if you were normal, you'd be like one of those like, like really creepy, uh, uncanny valley like people that yeah. you know. They, it'd be something. Out of everyone who's you'd who is be being the, you'd weird, be that robot from Total Recall. Yeah. How long are you staying on the planet? Two weeks. Yeah, exactly. Do you have any fruits or vegetables with you? Two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I mean, everyone's everyone has something going on with them. If you went to yeah, a therapist, exactly. I'm sure you could find something. Um, yeah. 
So it's it's pretty cool and it's a popular game jam. So if you're a game dev and you just kind of want to take a break from your current project or you don't have any current yeah. projects going on, try it out. And yeah. uh, you know, game jams as we've seen in the past have uh, often uh, given given way to to full blown projects that have done very very well. Yeah. Um, actually, another thing that's in the news later uh, later on was in uh Ludendari, I think was uh Ludendari jam game initially. Cool. And is now pretty damn successful. Yeah. So, so get on net, asylumjam.com. In case yeah, asylumjam.com. Uh and in case you think that it's impossible to make a scary game that doesn't have mental health problems, uh you might want to check out Allison Road, which is a game that we talked about fairly recently. We're talking about it again today in the news because they have stopped their Kickstarter. They are no longer pursuing crowdfunding. And that is because they were picked up by Team 17, the publisher behind Worms, which is a little weird. But now that they have this publisher and they have a lot of capital backing them. It is weird they because, are, because usually you see publishers picking up games that are kind of within the same style. Yeah. You know what I mean? Devolver Digital Games, you can, like, you can look at a game and be like, you yeah, can that's tell Devolver game, Digital. Yeah. You know? um, so it's kind of weird that they go from Worms to Allison Road, which is like like completely opposite yeah. spectrums of games. Mm-hmm. Um, although they are a big publisher because a lot yeah. of people love worms. Yeah. So I'm happy that they're getting the funding that they need because we were just talking about this, what last episode? Yeah, I think it was last episode. I think it was. And uh, I'm, I'm glad. And the other thing I wanted to point out too, is that they canceled their Kickstarter yeah. campaign, even though they were going to complete it most mm-hmm. likely. Um, they were they were go- they canceled it anyway because remember we talked about before I forget what game it was that ended up getting funded from out, from an outside source um, but they kept their Kickstarter and people got all upset and we had this discussion it was like is it really that big of a deal Rev said he didn't like it I was like who cares the mm-hmm. game's getting done you're getting to fund a project anyway yeah um, if anything uh, I mean it's know, a good PR had... move at least yeah exactly but like you know think about think about the stuff that you could get on the Kickstarter like. Um... Well, they said there. They did say um, the the Allison Road Abby. Uh, oh crap, Abby. Um, I forget the dev's name, but they they did say that uh, they're they're probably going to have ways for people to get the stuff the stuff at some point. So, um, you know, I mean, just keep an like eye some out. people some people were like there there were four options for. Uh, your name carved into a tree on the player's path in the game, mm. you know, and four people pledged a total of 800, 800 pounds for that. Like, that's cool. You know? Yeah. Like not being able to do that. And Lilith. like, you know, you can, you can get a photo of your choice in the house subject to approval that 15 people paid for. Like, and that was 250 pounds. Like there are a lot of cool, sh- there's a lot of cool stuff. That they uh, that they really wanted to do. Lilith is a game dev. Yes, forgot about that. I thought uh, I thought that's what you were going for. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, at least the game. You know, and maybe with with this amount of funding, they'll be able to really get it done faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, because games like this take a I mean enormous amount of time. The 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 graphics alone. I mean, this is a beautiful game. Yeah. If y'all remember PT, how good yep. that looked. This is this on the same just level. Just as good. It's on the just same level as, as PT. So. Um, yeah. I would imagine that they're going to need every bit of it. So I'm, I'm happy for them. I'm glad because that means that this is closer to reality and I want to play this game and have the shit scared yeah. out of me literally. Really, 
really this almost might be good because they they were at 145 146,000 pounds of their 250,000 pound goal but that's not a lot of money hopefully and that's not and that's not really a whole lot of money to make a game this amazing hopefully you know, the like, one thing i have to worry about with uh -huh. this with team 17 doing the publishing i mean obviously they're experienced and they have successful games under their belt but this being such a different game from worms Mm -hmm. Do I'm hoping that they I God, I can forget to switch the news little image thing. There you go. <laughs> um, uh, being such a different game from Worms that I uh, hope that they know how to to get it out there properly. Yeah. To, well, I mean, well, the it. quote that the quote that they have. Oh, promotion. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. So I mean, I I I think that they will. But you know, mm -hmm. it's just the one. And, and Allison Road already has so much uh, YouTube popularity as it is, from what I've seen. That yeah. I think they're fine, just as long as the dev cycle doesn't take too long, because people will forget about stuff like this. No, yeah, as long as they keep everyone up to date. Yeah, um, and I think that I think that uh, media will continue to like hop on every update that they release, like every PR press, you know, because it's yeah. like, especially when you start using the, the keyword oh. PT, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because they keep comparing it to PT. Yeah. So, and, 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 and people. To be fair, that. too, Team 17, we, we do, we are giving them a little bit of crap for being the Worms publisher, but they are also backing uh, Panarium and Ukulele. They're behind those two games, too. So Are they? Yeah. Well, that is a little bit closer to Worms, though, as far as just the feel. That's of true. It. Yeah, like like stylistically, it's yeah. it's a little Especially more happy ukulele. But maybe, but maybe they're they're reaching out and they're trying to diversify their their brand. I you can't I, you can't blame them for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I'm looking forward to it. I think I think it'll be a very positive thing. Yeah. Um, Another thing you can look forward to if you're in the uh, San Francisco area is Day of the Devs, which is a double fine, and I am eight bit uh, day of games fun music art devs food and you uh lots of video games uh including i'm trying to find one that i know uh <laughs> abzu is a lot lots of lots of games that you've probably well, i would say i would say that abzu is one it's the very first one that's there that okay. i am extremely looking forward to like I, that is one game that is on my watch list for like the next however long it takes for it to come out um it's one that it's basically it's underwater and you're it's i don't i mentioned it to you guys once before and i think i mentioned it on the show before yeah you, you must um, have talked about it other than oh, that it's a bunch of you know simple below games. is one gang beasts oh day of the tentacle I've heard um of that. yeah day of the tentacle uh blah 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 blah, blah, blah. i'm looking through some of the yeah some of them here. are ones i've never <laughs> heard some heard of them of i haven't heard of but uh ox oxen free i've heard of and yeah so there you go yeah uh so this is november 7th from 3 to 9 p.m it's free all ages at the midway uh san francisco california uh i you know i guess if you're from california or san francisco that means something uh okay. so check it out if you're interested i'm assuming it, it's midway in, in yeah. san francisco <laughs> probably um because we have had a lack of bad segues you know what else is midway uh this news article Heroes Heroes Guard is midway because it's in beta currently, yeah. uh, and actually for those of you in the live chat, we do have the developer here that his name is Do Freak eighty three in the uh, chat, and uh, this is his game. If you remember a while ago, we talked about sorcery, and we keep bringing up like comparing to sorcery because that's the closest thing. 
um, for that people might recognize. Um, it's very similar to that as far as yep. open-ended story goes and it being in mobile. Past yep. that, it's it's uh, it doesn't use the the combat system that sorcery does. It uses um, choice and, and uh, there's a card game involved and and mm-hmm. uh, lots of really cool things. So go, and we got to play it. And we got we to did. play a build of it uh, at too many games this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did Which get to cool. play a build of it, and they even had like it was cool too because they even had uh, a physical card game based on a card game that's in the game. Um, getting meta there. Uh, yeah. They had a physical card game that they were playing there too, and I, I kind of hope that eventually they'll have the money to maybe put out that card game. Too. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I think that, like, I love physical games and physical. I, oh man, the more physical games you can get out, the better. I mean, obviously finding other people to play with that's the hard part. But I love having stuff that you can put on a shelf and look at and break out every now and then. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So I, uh. Yeah. They're they, they're looking for beta testers. Looking for beta testers, so I will put the link in the live chat for those of you. That is the link. Um, go sign up. If you have iOS or Android, um, go please beta test for, because he is a friend of ours uh, that we have made at uh, conventions. We met him at too many yep. games in person. And um, I'm hoping that uh, you'll help him out. Yeah. Get this going. And, he pulled uh, for those beard of you, hairs out. For those of you, he did. Be, he pulled <laughs> yeah. Tex beard hairs out. Yeah, uh, of his face, and we caught it on camera, and we're gonna get that yep. up someday. Yeah, someday. <laughs> and uh, for those of you listening to the recorded version, please uh, click the link that is in the description somewhere below. Uh, he <laughs> still has them in a baggie. Yeah, That's fantastic. I believe it. Fantastic. <laughs> hey, those will be worth something one day. <laughs> keep it pinned up on a wall. There you go. We can sell it on yeah. eBay someday. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And Heroes Guard, the journal, beta yeah. access. Go do it. Um. Is this you or me? This is me. This is you. So, um, something that has not been in bank. <laughs> I got to get the bad segues. There you yeah. Go. Just uh, pretend Rev's here. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, Party Hard, if you don't remember, that is one of our uh, games that we talked about, that we featured some episodes ago. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, it looks like it's a game published by Devolver Digital. It's actually by Tiny Build published. Um, they actually have updated the game to uh, give you seven new levels. If you have Party Hard, wow. make sure you go back and play it because there are seven new levels. As long as you've already beaten the main story, you can't just go play the levels. Um, you do have to beat the main story. And I think there's a couple new characters you can play as if you That's have unlocked awesome. them. So um, the new levels are really weird and futuristic and nothing to do with the story. Uh, you basically are just playing uh, like the f- very first new level I played is like the subway level that's which is the last level of the main story mm-hmm. but with like aliens and it's like it seems like they redid some of the levels but as with like futuristic stuff and new traps and and things like that. So go check it out Party Hard on Steam or you go buy it on Steam um, yeah. or if you already have it just and, go and check it out. And that's like I think the biggest complaint that that Rev had with this game is that it is a limited amount of levels that they have. Well, but it's nice to see that's that a lot of that's a lot to, of levels. It's nice to see added. that they're continuing to update it, and I didn't yeah. have a problem even with the with the. Yeah. I guess it was a little short, but I, it but that that was bad. like the biggest complaint that I heard from a lot of people. It's like it's a really fun game. There might need the way, it might need more levels. But. By the way, if you click uh, the party hard link in the chat or in the description for those of you listening to the recorded version, that does take you to the page, and there is a demo because um, I mentioned this is the yeah. game that I mentioned that came out of uh, a game jam. And they have the the original 
Game Jam game uh, as a demo that you can play right in their browser. It's like already, you don't even have to load anything up. It's right there. You just play it. So go check it out uh, for the demo. Super fun. And it's a full level. Um, it's just based off of the original game, not with like the extra stuff that they added for mm-hmm. the, the actual game. Uh, you know what uh, we're going to talk about now? What are we going to talk about now? We're going to talk about things that are uh, not full levels. Because yes. they, you know, want to make extra money. So take it away. Exactly. So um, microtransactions, where are they good and when are they bad? Always. Uh, no, no, I would not say that microtransactions are always bad. No, they're not. Because I actually, we talked about this um, a little bit after I got back from Indicate East. Right. I mentioned, um, remember that mobile game um, where you're like a pig that's eating himself? Yeah. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? And I it was do. like a, It's a shmup. Um, yeah. they. I talked to that developer at Indie Indicate East, and asked him. I was like, "Oh, you can do like microtransactions. You can charge for it." And he said that yeah, he might actually do that because he has to make a living. And yep. you know, mm-hmm. ninety nine cents is all good and well, but um, generally Sometimes speaking, someone might pay five bucks unless you're selling the the hell out of it. You know, what I mean, yeah. you you probably need to find another way to um to get it. Yeah. And, and I guess the, the other thing, especially with mobile games, is that microtransactions let a larger amount of people play your game. Because if I see that a game is behind a, a price on a phone, I'm probably, just because of how I am, I'm probably not going to play it. But if your game is free and you have options to spend money in that game to do different things, like I played the hell out of Bitcoin Billionaire and... There's microtransactions in that game, and they weren't, you know, super overt, and I never really needed to use them, but, you know, they were there, and they weren't that bad, and they were okay. Well, do you, are you okay with microtransactions? Because there's, like, the games like Zynga and Oh, uh, yeah, no, anything, anything by King or Zynga. But, I, I mean, am, a, lot of, a lot of games other than their, those companies, a lot of companies, they use the same... Yeah, format so, where so, you so basically, basically are slowed the, down significantly. Yeah, the... Okay, so any game that deliberately slows down the game so that you will pay to get the full game, I believe is dishonest. And although I think that they shouldn't do that, they still can and that's okay. But I don't personally like that. And I don't personally support that. I feel like a lot of other people do as well. Um, But if it's a game where it's like, Hey, you can have like, I love skins in games. I love, uh, you know, like uh, like different like cosmetic unlocks. I'm not big on uh, like um, Planet Side Two is technically indie now, even though they're they're not. Um, but I've spent probably a hundred bucks on that game, and it's a free game that you could, that anybody can download and play. And it doesn't uh, it none of that made me progress in the game faster. Yeah, I paid money for guns, but I could have played the game and unlocked those with in-game points and. I think having a marketplace that is balanced between in-game points and real money is also really good as long as your real money cost isn't uh, completely ridiculous. Well, you're, you're talking about guns, too, and that brings to another point of yep. uh, pay to win, Yeah, which is a terrible format yeah. no matter what. No matter or, what or, platform, uh, no matter yeah. what game, pay to or, win or is Or buying bad. power, buying skill, etc. If it get, if you pay to have an advantage over players, it's not yeah. fair. It's not exactly. People can't pay to have afford an advantage it. Is bad, but 
paying to have a a difference in my opinion is okay i think like, i think microtransactions are okay for aesthetic you know people want to pay to look different like uh do freaking in the chat was saying um league of legends does it because they just make you pay for skins yeah and if it's just to look different, whatever. I mean, right. if someone wants to, I personally think that's stupid to pay for to look different in game. I'm all, yeah. I'm more about the game. Well, that's it's my a, it's own an opinion. Easy way to support a game that you like if but, you want to get money. Yeah, but some people are really into like making their characters look good, especially if you yep. play a lot, or especially if you play a lot. Yeah. Um. So I mean, that's the that's more of a subjective thing. I even though I think it's dumb, it's it's not. I'm not yeah. saying it is dumb. I just I think it's dumb. Yeah. So, um, so he, here's what you do, and here's what you don't do, in my opinion, if you want to stay on the good side of your audience. Do allow for people to purchase guns or, you know, items in the game that you use if they are a different experience, but not necessarily better. Like, um, I, I'm, I'm going to go back to Planetside 2. I know it's not technically indie, but it, I feel like it's a really good example of this. Every single gun in the game that you can buy with real money, except for a few, um, you can buy with points you win in the game. That being said, each gun in the game isn't inherently better than another gun. It's just it has a different play style. It'll affect, you know, other some players will like it more than others. And that's totally fine. If you have good balance in your game, there's absolutely no reason why one gun versus another gun is going to be absolutely, uh, you know, it's it, as long as you have balance, if you're letting peep anybody pay money or in-game currency for a weapon or item in the game, that's fine. Uh, with some games, uh, like a current, for like a game that recently updated, <coughs> Payday 2, <coughs> um, now you can pay money to get better guns and better upgrades and better skins. And, um, that's not cool. Yeah, that's you're literally that's paying, paying to, win. to be. That's that's buying power in a game, and that's not cool. That's yeah. not cool at it's all. It's not fair to other players. And then the other part that that's messed up with that is, um, just morally speaking, yeah. is that there are people with addictive personalities. Yeah. Uh, and I've read articles from people who have like gone through this mm -hmm. and have had like legitimately had to gone to like uh, through rehab. Yeah. For this, because they it financially like corrupt, like they're just they they spend money yeah, like they can't, they don't pay their yeah. bills, and there are people like and it, it's messed up to to prey on people like that. And yeah. I, I I did um do freak li linked a um uh, a Reddit a subreddit called uh, No IAP, and basically they they mentioned in that uh like the very first pinned post that they have there about why they do what they do, um they call them whales. And that's people who who spend a massive amount of money on these games. Yeah, and that's who I'm talking about. Not everyone screws themselves over financially when they spend that yeah. much money. Some people just have the money, which I guess is cool. Like, I mean, I've seen like YouTubers um, play Hearthstone and they pay for packs, which yeah. is kind. It's not pay to win because well, you can technically unlock the, the packs, but, but at the same time, but it gets here's you ahead the thing: of that. paying for legendaries in Hearthstone. Pay to win. I, I didn't know you could do that. You but can. anyway, um, <laughs> but 
but but he he like I've seen YouTubers who go in and pay for that, but they specifically use money that people give to them to open packs like on yeah, streams and that's for and like and that's like that. for like entertainment. And they and they oh, really enjoy the Hearth, they really enjoy Hearthstone, so they again like you said they support yeah. it, but overall, it's... people who you know regular people who pay that much money probably can't. You know, you know, you know, you know what really else you could weird? do with that money instead yeah. of uh-huh. piss it away at a, yeah. in, at a bunch of ones and zeros that might, you know, not work in two years. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you know you're a professional crazy. player. Yeah, exactly. And, and the crazy thing is, too, is that there's um the new that there's a new basketball game that uh, that's out that I'm not going to name names just because it's not indie. Uh, but it it there's has one a way basketball that you can. Game. Is there really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's 2K16. Well, the, yeah, 2K16. You can buy packs of players in that, but you can either use money that you spent on the game to get the money. All the sports or games you, are like that Or you that can now. get, or but but you could also get it with in-game currency. And as much as I hate to say it, that's okay. You know, like yeah, you might have to save up a really long time, yeah, and you're you, not gonna you, like. You have to play a lot. Of games. You do have to play a lot. Because um, um, Madden's like that too, and then I have MLB yeah. uh, 15 and I, and show, and, and maybe and that's, that's like that too. And maybe that's that's part of the the ethical because like there there's been there was a lot of discussion on uh, on a on a racing game that came out not recently but I think last year that uh, basically said all right you can buy the fastest car in the game for thirty bucks. Is that Angry Birds Go? <laughs> what? No, because Angry Birds Go that was another one that was like terrible. Like it was just laden with like yeah. paywalls. And, and like I understand I understand that devs have to make money. But the the devs who are going to exploit you are either actually really scummy or have spent so much money advertising this game that they need to make it back. Yeah. And the, that was that was the other thing I talked about. That guy at Indicade um, was paywalls. Like you know, you pay for a certain amount of levels, and then you have to pay yeah. again for. Another. And I kind of get what he was talking about. Was like you pay ninety nine cents for the game, right? And then. Uh, you get like twenty five levels, and then yeah. after that, it's, it, and he was only going to do it once. So you yeah. tell me if this is okay to you or not. And then after that, you pay like another couple of bucks for like eighty more levels or something, like seventy five, eighty more levels. And that's yeah, like that, the rest of the game. Yeah. So overall, well, okay. you'd be paying like so, three bucks. So I feel like locking somebody out of a part of a game. I feel like if you're going to do that, don't charge initially. And just charge a three bucks after twenty five levels. Yeah, that's my opinion. But but even even still, like that's kind of. I mean, uh, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. That that one I feel like is on the fence for me, because on the one hand, you are getting twenty five levels of a game. Like that's that's not a small amount of levels. That's a lot of right. time and work that somebody put into that. Hopefully, but that's... To, to give somebody a taste for a certain amount of money and then hiding the rest of the game behind a paywall, like like that's like saying. Uh, like that's like um, having a story game where, or that's like having like, we yeah, have one of these story based chapter games where you pay, uh, you know, 10 bucks for a game, you get half of it. And they're like, okay, to get the, to get the actual ending, uh, unlock this DLC, which has the real ending. Like, I feel like that's dishonest and that's exploiting right. the, the, you know, the players. But right. if it's like a level based game that doesn't necessarily have a whole lot of story or you feel or if that story concludes and those 80 extra levels are additional content that don't have anything really to do with what's going on 
like directly in the in the levels that you already played like that's cool but if it's literally like the first 25 levels of the story are uh, are a dollar and then if you want to play past that it's another two bucks and that's not really uh, yeah yeah i mean i've seen games that do it constantly too like it can be a slippery slope and you should also change the the logo on the on the thing god damn it i keep forgetting that shit Sorry. here here's new here day of the devs there you go uh hero's guard there's sorry Rick. and uh For those of you who are listening party hard. watching we are messing with the video there you go that's all the images there because i i suck at this apparently yeah, well. um and then the last thing is like i mean really it comes down to um the different points of view you come the point of view of the consumer and you know of course they don't want to pay money just for whatever um you know the less money the better for for consumers that's yeah i mean you can't blame them they want to save money but mm-hmm. at the same time on the on the side of the dev and, and and talking to the dev even though i didn't necessarily agree with that paywall thing yeah talking to the dev he makes valid points like i mean it's a lot of work eat. it he has to eat he you know there's he he brought up valid points like yeah. i he's not trying to be greedy he's not trying to be a dick he's trying he's to support trying himself to make a living yeah. you know exactly. and i i get that too so it, it really depends on your point of view yeah really really it might, it might even just come down to the morality of the dev you know it's like yeah you can buy half the game or you can play half the game for free but i'm going to need 10 bucks after you play half that game you know so you know you, you know if you're listening to on if you're listening on youtube or anywhere else that you can comment leave a comment down below on your thoughts about this why not let's well, engage said, the audience uh you know what else we should engage uh uh, I don't think I'm allowed to go there. Oh wait, no, never mind. This is the wrong segment. Uh, <laughs> the the populace who's speaking out and angry, Josh. A riot is what we should engage. Starting the Starting riot. The riot. <laughs> huh? This week on Starting the Riot, we have a, another. I would say this is a warm up scary game for Halloween. I would. It's not yeah. the most terrifying. Scary game, but it's, it's a, a good it's a warm disturbing up. game. It's a disturbing game in the sense of that that never ending uh, nightmares was disturbing. And this one is called Fran Bow. Um, it's actually gotten attention uh, a while ago because of its demo, and it, it's had a demo out for a while. And there is a demo on its website um, yep. for those. It's the who second are thing you can click on. It is, and uh, I would definitely go, suggest go go. It basically gives you the whole game up to like. It gives you like the full chapter one, I think, mm-hmm. um, and I just linked the Franbo link in the live chat, and of course there will be one on the recorded version in this description area thing. But uh, basically, you're a little girl in what appears to be like a psychiatric institute for children, and reality often gets distorted, and you switch back and forth. Um, the distorted reality is very. I mean, even the initial like the real reality. Mm-hmm. Is pretty disturbing, but the the, yeah. the distorted reality is really messed up. Um, blood and guts and mm-hmm. body parts, and it's all children, but sometimes they're dead, just messed up monsters and things like that. Um, it is by Kill Monday Games, and uh, trying to. F- it's got that nice, like hand drawn aesthetic. It is a very, very nice looking game. Um, it was actually released back in August. Okay. Uh, so it's been a little while, but I want I saved it till now because we had a lot of other things to 
to do and everything like that. But it's currently $14.99 on, um, on Steam. It is for uh, Windows and Mac. No Linux. Sorry, Linux. Uh, you can get the demo for Linux. Can you? Well, yeah. Maybe they couldn't afford to get the whole thing. I mean, it's not. <laughs> they don't have Linux listed on Steam. I will say that. Oh really? Because it's, it's listed on it's listed on their uh, their Steam link. Maybe maybe GOG has it listed for maybe. Linux as well. I'm gonna check that right now actually. But I, I don't know. On on Steam it says Windows, Mac, and Steam yep. Play. It'll it'll run on uh, Ubuntu 14.04 and huh. Mint 17. Whatever well, perfect. that means. Perfect. Um, <laughs> you can also get the the uh, soundtrack if you would like to haunt your dreams uh, for an yeah. additional 4.99. Yeah. So definitely, definitely check it out. Uh, th this game, like when I first saw it, I was like, okay, it's a horror game. And then I realized like as soon as, soon as I started playing, I was like, wait, there's more to this. And that sort of like mixture between reality and fantasy, I'm just going to call it fantasy. Why not? Um, is really well done in this game because you're like, okay, cool. Yeah, this is, this is real. And then you actually like go back into the real world and you're like, wait, nope, that's not real. That's not what's going on. This is what ac what actually is going on. And you're seeing are some of the messed up shit yeah, in exactly. the gameplay, are, by the way. Are, are, are these walls Ugh. actually covered in blood? Is this person actually dead? Like, it's By just... the way, th that's how you solve puzzles in this game is by switching back and forth. Oh, God. See, I yeah. keep watching the gameplay. Mm -hmm. um, Ugh. <laughs> uh, for those of you listening to the audio version, you're like, what is it? Yeah, skulls falling now down you a, go a, play. a flight of stairs. Um, <laughs> Blood everywhere. <laughs> but that's how you solve puzzles. You switch back and forth between the messed up crap and the less messed up crap. Yeah. And, um, you and know, both of them are scary and awful. Yeah. Basically, uh, just kind of pulling from our website here, Franbo, to give you a, a better idea of what the game is, um, Franbo is a creepy adventure game that tells the story of Fran, a young girl struggling with a mental disorder and an unfair destiny. Um, she basically she she witnessed the gruesome um, dismemberment of her parents Ooh. in their home, and uh, they run they she runs away with her cat Mister Midnight, and uh, basically while she's in the parent she's uh, in the forest she's kind of trying to like get over whatever she saw, which she will not because that's scarring. You know, yeah, it's like that's like Dexter levels of scarring, mm -hmm. and um, she ends up. Uh, at the Oswald Asylum, uh, which is an oppressive mental institution for children. And Mr. Midnight is missing by the time she gets there. Um, she has a dream about the cat while she's there and decides to try and escape from the uh, asylum and uh, wants to find him and get back home to her Aunt Grace, which is her only living relative. So that's the that's, that's the premise. So sad, man. I know this is a is a depressing game. Like like to get you started for Halloween. As as somebody who like like I was never like put in an institution, but like my mom had to had to go into one of these things for like a week when she was like in high school and like all this other stuff. Like this stuff's so unsettling and like just mm, just like it, it strikes a chord. And by the way, know, I man. think when you switch realities, you're like self-administering some sort of medication uh, and that's how it opens up like the messed up world doesn't doesn't that make a lot of sense <laughs> I, well i i thought it would be the other way around but okay. yeah maybe there's a twist maybe they shamalan the shit maybe you'll have to play it to find out yeah 1499 um, apparently there's min there's many games in the game as well yeah like puzzles and stuff yeah um you can you can actually play as the cat at points that's cool and there's uh 
50 interactive unique characters with unique personalities. So there's a lot of work that went into this game. Um, yeah. A lot of passion. And I, I first saw it on YouTube uh, way back before we were doing Indie Game Riot. Mm-hmm. And um, you could already tell that they 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 had a... They had a they had a picture of the game in their minds already. I mean, they had the demo out, and they knew what they wanted to do. They knew the message that they wanted to relay. And I think, again, kind of comparing this to, like, NeverEnding Nightmares, they they put this in with not only a story to tell, but a message to relay. And, I mean, I haven't played through the whole game, just the demo, but... but. I would say, because remember we were talking about like the Asylum Jam and, and people doing stereotypes and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I haven't seen, I mean, other than the fact that it's an Asylum, and of course you're going to see certain things in the Asylum, but I haven't seen any kind of stereotype as a, when it comes to like mental yeah, this disorders. Yeah, is, this is handling it pretty, other pretty than, well. Other than the distortion between you know reality and, and yeah. her messed up world, mm-hmm. but that's a real mental disorder, and I would imagine seeing your parents dismembered is a way to to kind of yeah. start to just be messed up in general. So, and, uh, whoa, creature on the screen. Is, every time I look yeah. up, there's something messed up going on. Mm-hmm. If you're it's, into these you know, things. It, the crazy thing is that it's so engrossing. Like, you don't want to look away. Yeah. There, there's this, like, strange, like, grotesque element where you don't want to, you don't want to stop. <laughs> Basically. Like, like, look, look at this! Like, oh, the monster disappeared, and now there's a cat riding a unicycle. <laughs> in All the right. rea- and that's in the real world. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> I think that's actually things. Um, kind of, I think that might be her cat, but I think it might be in her mind in the real world. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, I, that's just my guess. Yeah. I, like I said, Definitely, I haven't played the whole yeah. game. Definitely um, check it out if you're interested. Oh, you can also check out the music on their website too. Yep. In case you don't, you're not sure if you want to buy the the soundtrack or not. So, I, I the soundtrack is pretty cool. I mean, it's haunting. But it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts on Fran Bow, sir? No, I mean, like it, it it's really like it, it, there's so many games that are coming out this year that are like a little bit too real. Like Dropsy was a little bit real, and and I think this one is, is believe another it or one not, of those. believe it or not. I mean, this is disturbing in a way that it's like hard disturbing yeah but i would say that dropsy was more personally it made me more uncomfortable personally yeah but um, i mean like i guess this is just reasons. the year the year of uh the year of strength, yeah of the year uh of of real stabbing games. you in the heart yeah so you know bear that in mind <laughs> when you uh when you decide to play this game uh definitely recommend it definitely check it out uh, look and this is like one of those mini games there yeah um Okay, well that's Franbo and yeah. uh, Hey Rev, by. what do you have to say about this? Absolutely nothing because I'm not here. All right, bag. thanks Rev. I'm a douchebag. <laughs> you know, you know where Rev is? I bet you he he just got off work and he's all he's with all those uh, professional guys and they were like, "What should we do?" And he's just like, "I've got just the idea. Let's go down to the to to Fourth Avenue to the Peep Show." Please give all your attention to. Early access. And this week on Peep Show, we have a game that we met. Uh, we met the developer for. We met at the game. Magfest. We met the game. Yes. Uh, 
at MAGFest last year, and that is Pixel Noir by Sword Tech Games, SWD Tech Games. This is a, uh, how do I put it? Uh, it's a it's a JRPG styled game with point and click elements in it, except you're not pointing and clicking, you're using the WASD or the arrow keys. And by the way, before we continue on, you can click the link in the description or in the chat for the live show. Go to the Kickstarter page and download the demo. And uh, the, back while you're there. Yeah, and back. I mean, they're, they're almost to $50,000 of their $30,000 goal. Uh, and Pixel, so Pixel Noir is a uh, is a riveting uh, sort of mystery. You play as a detective in this uh, sort of futuristic dystopian world, and uh, you have to do stuff that a detective does. And <laughs> you the, have to the, do it's, stuff. It's, it's a it's a turn based combat game, but instead of pointing and clicking around, which I guess can get boring, you're actually completely in control of your character uh, outside of combat. Mm-hmm. It's which turn based combat. Like, I like I like the combination of of different gameplay mechanics. You got it's the turn based so awesome. You have the turn based combat, and it's yeah. not even like the boring kind from Final Fantasy. And I yeah. I know I'm going to get shit from that, but um, it's <laughs> hey, not even hey, like it gets that. Boring quick because <laughs> the there's like fighting gets boring quick. Yeah, there's a little bit of real time uh, aspect to the fighting. Yeah. Um, the other thing that's cool is that there's like an investigation mode that you can yep. go into. Mm-hmm. So there's like that investigation. Um, uh, what game am I thinking of? Uh, shit. Crap. I can't. Yeah. But anyway, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, kind of like um, it's a it's not an indie game. It's murdered. Is murdered something? Soul Suspect, I think yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, so it's just cool that you have that like these different mechanics in there. It just kind of brings it all. And it, it it's not disjointed. It works well together. Um. And we played it back when it was like early on. There were like bugs and stuff like that. And even with the bugs, yep. it was fun. It was, it was still plenty of fun. Yeah. And and like the 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 one word that that I always that I got from this game when playing it is, and this sounds like a dumb like like I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm gonna write buzzwords is genuine. Like having <laughs> met having met a. I feel really bad because I can't remember the guy's name. I, I see his face perfectly. He's a tall guy with blonde hair uh having having met one of the devs for this game he might be the only dev no there's there's other one um there's like one more uh having met him and having talked to him and having an interview with him and then playing this game i really get a sense of like how his mind works and like through the writing and and through how the game plays and it just feels really human and some games and and also like movies nowadays are so grandiose and you sort of look up to them as as being like more than human and that's sort of what you look look, look up to but this game just felt so at least the demo that we played just felt so real and so you know alive and like i guess conscious There's and human 13 people by the way what's that 13 people 13 <laughs> what yeah we what only met the guy's oh, name. Oh, thirteen people. Oh, the yeah. The guy's we, name that you're talking about is the creative director. His name is Len. Len Stewart. Yeah, we met, we met Len. Um, yeah. The but there's thirteen different people. Yeah. But like, but it's so like this this game. The people in this game feel like real people. And what's weird is that I was thinking about back to another game that I really liked in a similar sort of style, uh, Techno Babylon, which is the point and click futuristic adventure game mm-hmm. where you have to solve puzzles and stuff. And those, those characters felt real, but those characters felt real because it felt more like a movie. 
and this this these characters feel real because I feel like I've met these characters before. You know, right. it's 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 something familiar. It's something genuine you about get attached to the to the main character pretty quickly. You too. do. It's it's like it's instant, and and the writing is 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 really good, but it's not too uh, it's not too fancy. It, like I I guess that's something that really draws me in. Like I like books that like books and and writing and and games that are that are real and not too overly dramatized, but also have those like little bits of things that you might think in your mind, but you never say out loud. And, and that sort of comes out and, and you really get into it and you really feel it. One other and, thing too is, is the whole, um, the whole point of it is that you're like hallucinating. So it's hard to tell what's real and what's not. Yeah. And you kind of start to feel for him because he's just like going through this whole thing. And he's got like, he's pretty much getting dealt a shit, uh, a shit hand during this whole time. Yeah. Um, and uh, Dufreak pointed this out in the chat, and I, I was looking on the Kickstarter. They <laughs> recently are doing a Pixel Noir Shovel Knight crossover. Yep, that's insane. Yeah, I didn't. I've I've not heard about that until now, and it's pretty cool. Um, now, uh, I'm actually looking at that right now. You're, uh, you, yeah, Yacht Club Games are working they, with us. There's not a whole have, info, info yet because yeah. they're not allowed to talk about it. It's just they're, they announced the crossover. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which is awesome. You mentioned the fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> it's they were only looking for thirty, so they've already yeah. gone by that. And so right and, now you're looking what, for stretch goals, and you got yeah. four days left to do it at the time of uh, this recording. Yeah. So what, what's that. crazy is that they uh, so they ran a Kickstarter in may of last year mm -hmm. that only raised thirty six six thousand dollars they were looking for ninety seven thousand dollars but they only have a hundred more backers now than they did back then and they've already raised more money than they would have gotten the last time which is amazing and i'm well, that's really... how it usually works if, exactly if exactly uh jay tholen did that mm -hmm. and it worked and not only that but this thing got a kickstarter staff pick oh yeah look at that but, you know, it's also coming – it's not only coming out on PC, Mac, and Linux. It's also – they're going to be releasing it for PS4, PlayStation Vita, and Xbox One, which to me, I think <laughs> it costs, what, like $10,000 to get your game on those things? Is it right? – you mean all together? No, each. Each? Doesn't, doesn't, no, I thought it was only Xbox, a couple thousand dollars. No, I thought Xbox charged you like 10000 bucks. 10000 No, I, I'm pretty sure it was like 2500 Okay, well, if it's twenty five hundred, that's even that's even better. Ten thousand. But I, I feel like a insane. big chunk of this is is them being like, we wanted to get on these systems, <laughs> give us some money so you can play it. And and to be fair, uh, we played this on in at Magfest. We played it on controllers, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. And yeah. we played it on old CRT TVs, which is really was cool. cool. Yeah. And uh, like these guys set up booths like no other. I don't. Like, th that I don't was know one if of the we coolest booths. Controllers, but anyway, I'm almost positive we did. Did we? But but playing it on a keyboard, I can see the the controller inspired um, nature of it. And I know we're giving this game a lot of praise. My one complaint, uh, just just so you guys know, like I am wearing the T-shirt. I don't know if you guys are can see that or not. No, but I've been wearing I've been wearing the T-shirt the whole the whole uh, yeah, the whole the whole review. Oh yeah. Okay. Here, here's the gotta, shirt. Pixel Noir shirt. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, there you go. Hold on. Yeah, you, you, you can kind of see it. <laughs> um, I'll go back. They, to the game. He gave us these shirts. Which is great. Uh, we didn't really ask for him. He he gave it to him. He gave us to him. And and it's one of my favorite shirts. Uh, but the the one thing that I've complained about this game, at least with the demo, is that the menu is a little bit hard to understand because to get to the menu, you either hit enter or escape. But that's something which is like cool. the UI and all that sort of but, stuff. 
and menus. I, yeah, that's, that, that's that usually takes me. a back seat until yeah. the end of. Yeah, exactly. You know, but but here's the thing: process. if you would enter again, because in my mind you're like, okay, select something, hit enter. But enter is like it, it. It makes sense that enter would take you out of that menu. But in my head, if I if I hit enter and I'm in the menu, I want to hit enter to do it to to select something. But I have to hit E to do that. Which makes sense too, because that's like you know what's happening in the game. It's just a little bit confusing. Mm. Uh, that's literally the only problem that I had with this game. One of the great artistic choices too, I might add, uh, with the demo when you're inside uh, like a room or in a you know a room inside of a building, uh, when you start to walk into the next room, it slowly like sort of fades in, so you can see like some stuff in the room, and then once you finally get in, you, everything, all the detail comes to life, and. It's just the little artistic choices that they made that just make me feel just really, really good um, <laughs> and make me feel, like, really connected to the universe. A couple other things just to kind of give you an idea of what their um, money is going to. Where is it? There we go. Um, the majority of it, 26%, is going to art and uh, artistic assets. 20% um, is going to the rewards that they're offering. 17.3% going to coding which I'm mm -hmm. assuming is, like, just paying for people to do that. Um, let's see. 12.6% to Kickstarter and PayPal yeah. fees. 10% uh, to to the writer. And 9.3% to, to QA. So yep. bug testing, bug bashing. And, and it's then, awesome that they have that selected because not many games do that. Mm -hmm. And this game well, is... At least is we know those... it's getting tested well. Yeah, exactly. 4.8% uh, <laughs> to the software licenses and all that so, uh, yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, also, for stretch goals, um, they currently have already unlocked the Xbox One port, uh, New Game Plus, uh, CRD Tech Minigame, uh, an expanded story for Level 1, uh, which unlocked a whole new area for the game. Uh, story Level 2 unlocked a whole new level. Uh, they've unlocked comic cutscenes, short motion comic cutscenes, uh, to add more flavor, and when they reach fifty thousand dollars, and hopefully they will, you can play this game on the Nintendo 3DS. Isn't that awesome? Like, and and if they reach sixty thousand dollars in four days, which might not happen, uh, you can play it on mobile. That'd be interesting. I'd play this fucking game on mobile. That'd be interesting. Fuck yeah, I'd play this well, game. It, I don't know. It's just weird. I don't know. I can't imagine it being on mobile. But anyway, you yeah. get anything as far as rewards goes. One dollar, you get a Kickstarter backer avatar for a dollar. Um, for 50 bucks, you get a digital copy of the Pixel Noir art book and uh, everything above that, which obviously at that point you're probably getting the game as well. Um, let's see, 150 bucks, you get to design your very own uh, NPC. That's always cool. I'd do that. Um, if I had 150 bucks laying around, I'd totally give it to him. 500 bucks. You get is there the, any? Is there any way you can get a T-shirt? I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't. Pro, I'm not going through everything, but uh, you can look yourself, you lazy bastard. Design a unique area for 500 bucks and three three NPCs uh, that will be unique to your area. All right, I will say this: 35 bucks get you a T-shirt. If it's this T-shirt, I do. I, how are they fucking making any money on this game? Because this is serious. Like, okay. I'm not paid to say this. They literally gave us these t-shirts. We didn't even ask. We, we had an interview with them. We haven't talked to them since. And this is the t-shirt that I go to on a regular basis. Just because it's a really fucking comfortable t-shirt. Actually, I think Kunal, um, I see someone popped in the chat, Kunal. I think that is the one of the three main 
um, developers of this game. Oh, that's really cool. 13. So you guys hello, make really Kamal, good t-shirts. You. <laughs> yeah, we're just right now we're we're gushing about the game. Yeah, um, it's great. Let's see. Oh, a thousand, and that gets you. Uh, you get to choose a default name for the detective, and you get a physical ID card. <laughs> and then all the way up to the most expensive five thousand. Um, if you are rolling in money, uh, you get to go party with the the team behind Pix Noir. They actually fly you out, get you a hotel suite, and uh, you get to have a party with them. Um, and you get everything above except for the physical name badge tier. That's the only one that you wouldn't get. So yeah. actually, the I name mean, badge really... the name badge one's already gone. So screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so so is yeah. the design and, in the unique area. So and you know what's crazy is that is that there's so much awesome stuff about this game that we haven't even talked about how good it looks. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's, it's this sort of like isometric, uh, you know, third person, uh, pixel graphics, but, but it's got this like style and this look to it that I haven't really seen. Like, like, yeah, it's dark and yeah, it's gritty and yeah, it's real, but there's this like cartoony element to it that just, sort of plays into the sort of uh like craziness and ridiculousness that happens in this game yeah. uh Be- so before we move on i just want to point out one other thing too is that they they put a little uh love note to to those of you who are uh interested in the game and uh you can read it for yourselves go to the kickstarter page that we linked in the chat and uh first of all back it and second of all yeah. you read this letter and you can already tell that they um care about their their project they care about um what comes out and you know you are going to get your money's worth, and uh, and you're going to get a fun yeah. game. So, um, yeah, be be encouraged to yeah. to go back based on that. And Canal and chat there, I'm sure will be uh, <laughs> as most devs are. Not to put them yeah. on the spot, uh, will be willing to answer questions and uh, uh, sway you to the to the side of yeah. uh, Sword Tech. Yeah. So. Uh, you got four days to go on the Kickstarter. If you guys are listening at home in the recorded version, it might already be done. But that means that Pixel Noir got funded, and you can look forward to a game coming out relatively soon. And you can always still download the demo if you check out the link in the description. And I highly recommend it. This game is fun. This game is beautiful. This game is awesome. And uh, I'm just I'm so excited that something has happened since uh, <laughs> since MAGFest. Because we talked about it at MAGFest. We didn't really hear a whole lot. And then IRX comes up. They get an honorable mention at IRX. Uh, and then and then they're here right now, and it's just I'm excited. <laughs> I can't yeah. wait. And Kunal, uh, give um, give Len a uh, uh, I don't know a high five or something from us. Um, yeah, because he was uh, great to interview, and he he was um, he did very well in speaking. He's really good at marketing your game you because go. we still remember it a year later. Yeah, we did. <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, we'll save you money so that way you can back Pixel Noir. Wait, oh, you're wait. playing. There oh, there's is. the T-shirt. There there yeah, Pixel Noir T-shirt. <laughs> I have a feeling there aren't very many of these out there. <laughs> um, What's that? Save some money so you can back Pixel Noir. Yeah, you can save some money to back Pixel Noir by playing free games, which is coming up next. Free fun. All right, everyone. This week for free fun, we're talking about a game that is actually made in RPG Maker, but it is on Steam. So it's another. We've been fun. There's been a a rash of of games on Steam that have uh, really hit it big for free games. I mean, it used to be only free to play, and now there's a bunch of like actual free games yeah. to play. 
But uh, this one's called Close Your Eyes. Get some gameplay footage up there. Uh, by Yai Gameworks on Steam. There's no actual website, so nothing I can link you to. It's just, except for the Steam site, I guess. You could actually do that. Let me do that for this stream here. There you go. Um, so, through a stroke of sheer luck, you've managed to escape death row. Taking to an underground subway, you must try to find your salvation. Can you break free of the past that binds you? And please, can you close your eyes? Just close them. That's the description on their Steam page. Yeah, um, and let me tell you, that's pretty unsettling. Like, the, the, the last sentence when I read it, I was like, oh, God. It's like someone going to you, shh, only dreams now. Quiet. <laughs> you know, that's like that's that kind of feeling. Uh. Um, so if you're into the RPG Maker games, this is apparently a very, very good one. I mean, it, it, And it's all original art, too. It's not using like the standard RPG Maker packs. Like it's it's all mm. like hand drawn art, and it's it, yeah. Eighty four percent of the two hundred and thirty one re reviews on Steam are positive. So I mean that's I mean when you're talking about RPG Maker games anyway, people are very very picky about those. There's like there's like a handful of games that are considered well done for for RPG Maker games. There's some that are like even good enough to be paid for. Like To the Moon was one of them. Um, yeah. But like out of all, especially the free games, and um, so something to be said there. Again, this is a somewhat disturbing horror version of an RPG Maker game. Um. So, there's that. So, oh, by the way, I'm just reading through their their uh, 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 Steam page, and in the about section it says, "How y'all doing?" Now, the name of the game is to answer. Trust yourself. Do you trust yourself? There's no right and wrong. Everyone's a winner or a loser, depending on how you think about it. Life is all about perception, you see. On to the first question. You're a murderer. We all know it. What do you think you are? And then it gives you answers. I'm a murderer. I'm a murderer. I'm a murderer. Or I'm a murderer. Yeah. So apparently and those you're are options that you can pick in game, too. Like, I, there, there's actually a clip in their, uh, in their uh, trailer with it. Yeah. Um, and it was actually uh, started for 2014 Ludum Dare. In mm -hmm. the RPG Maker horror game, um, the whole thing that we've mentioned. So, of course, they reworked it and made a full-fledged game um, that is free on Steam. And uh, there's traps, puzzles, questionnaires that will make you think about your own morals and yeah. uh, you as a person. And, and the crazy thing, too, is that they um, they sort of break the fourth wall a lot and like sort of the advertisement in horror games it works but, though but it but it works Breaking so well because wall. because they don't do it, it in like it a really cheesy off. way they don't do it in a cheesy way they do it in like a hey you're this character because you're playing this game why wouldn't you be this character i'm gonna talk to you like you're you're actually this character yeah and, and it, it throws you off so it, and it's I mean, also really unsettling yeah like it adds to the atmosphere even even not even just playing it just just reading the steam page you're like okay cool yeah i, I get it i'm scared all right um it does actually have voice work in it and it's all original artwork and music, as like you said. Mm -hmm. um, and it also has multiple endings and secrets. Uh, so, you know, it's very replayable if you're into that. And it's free. And it's free. Um, you can actually buy the goodie bag for Close Your Eyes for 2 bucks, $1.99. So it's like considered DLC. I'm not exactly sure what you get for that, to be honest. Here, let me see if I can see what that is. Goodie bag. Um Includes bonus girls graveyard minigame storyline. It's one to two hours of its own unique arcade-like gameplay. You get an artwork collection and some additional uh, concept sketches, and you get the original sound soundtrack for two bucks. 
And I think, actually, personally, that's worth it because the game's free. So, I mean, you're just supporting the dev that way to continue making games. Yeah. Right? So, um, close your eyes. Free on Steam. Go play it. It is uh, only Windows. Sorry, Mac and Linux users, but uh, oh well. Uh, you can also get the uh, Close Your Eyes goodie bag. I just covered that. Are you serious? <laughs> no. Literally just covered that. <laughs> I wish I wasn't serious. I, I zoned out. <laughs> well, this is the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Never mind. <laughs> All good things must come to an end. And uh, I hope everyone uh, feel free to spam at uh, Tekido underscore with you're an idiot. Yeah. And uh, his email as well, Tekido at IndieGameRiot.com. Do that as well spam him yeah. um, and uh, end of the show if you yes. uh, enjoy what we are doing you want to help us grow the show improve the show and the website and uh, help us help the indie game community please consider going to indie uh, to going to patreon uh, patreon.com slash indie game riot um, and you can donate a dollar or more per month and it really helps us and, and supports us um, continue making uh, the content for you um, so thank you so much for your consideration. And, of course, we also uh, accept any kind of tips. If you know a game, if you know uh, if there's any kind of news revolving indie games, um, someone that needs to be on for an interview, in your opinion, please let us know. You can contact us a bunch of different ways. First of all, we are on hitbox.tv slash jashinya every, uh, every Friday night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you can come and into that and chat with us and let us know that way okay. twitter at igr podcast or facebook.com slash igr podcast or if you're watching the video you can see all of our twitter handles <laughs> on the screen of course um and then uh lastly you can also go to um indiegameride.com with our email uh that would be listed there which is contact at indiegameride.com yes <sighs> any last words this this turned into npr well, my yeah. voice is actually starting to go. It's, I don't know what's oh, yeah. up. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I've, I've been drinking. <laughs> well, my voice, I don't know. My voice hurts. It's it late is. for you, man. That too. <laughs> You're a busy man. I guess. Um, is that your last words? That is. All right. Well. Um, re- re- at this point in the show, because Rev is Fuck here, you, Rev. That's like, my last word. He would be like, have a good one, folks. Thank See you, you next time, guys. <laughs> have a good one, folks. <laughs>